Think about how ridiculous it would sound if we talked about men like they were all the same. Like if newscasters talked about the man vote or the man block and what does it want? Who will it vote for? Well, that's exactly what we did to women throughout the 2016 election. And that's what really inspired me to launch my new podcast, Divided States of Women. I'm Liz Plank, and if you know anything about my work, you know that I'm a pretty big feminist. But what you might not know about me is that I like to hang out with Republicans sometimes. Like me, I'm Heatha Herzog. I'm a retail analyst and small business owner and a Republican. And Liz and I are indeed friends. But we don't always agree. Whether it's on politics or feminism or on climate change, I'm looking at you, Heatha. Each week, our podcast will explode the notion that American women are one monolithic block and explore the issues that divide and unite us. I actually want to pull in a little bit of data that I find fascinating around the discrimination against fat people. And there is discrimination against men and women. But... Women aren't even in the overweight range, and people start seeing them as less less hireable than men who are in the overweight range. But also, there's the health issue, too, Liz. I yeah. mean, we have to think about that. Yeah. When you start having lots of people that are obese, guess who ends up paying for them? You know, my insurance premiums are going to go up, even though I'm at Physique 57 at 7.30 in the morning to be fit. But who has the money to go to Physique 57 at 7.30 in the morning? A part of inspiration porn is also uplifting or glamorizing the able-bodied person, forgiving yes. a fuck off about a person with a disability, yep. right? Being like, what a hero. Exactly. He Which is, you know, about making able-bodied people feel better, feel better about mm-hmm. themselves. Exactly. And it's, it's so weird because I've not once had a boyfriend who has not been told, wow, it's so good of you to date her. Like, you're such a good person for dating that poor blind girl. And I'm like, no, I'm just really good looking. I'm (laughs) awesome. I'm just really great. Yeah, I'm I'm really funny and I'm talented and I'm as much of a catch as he is. What would you like to see feminists do to be more inclusive to conservative women? Well, (laughs) include conservative women would be a great start. Mm. I think that that would be an excellent start in including us in the conversation and not saying, well, hey, you know, you believe X, Y, and Z, or you're a conservative, therefore you're not a feminist. It really goes both ways. I think we need to be welcoming more into not only the conservative party, but I think feminists, if they want to be effective and they want to really be for female empowerment, they should include conservative voices in their movement as well. And for me, the problem with the Women's March was that it was less of a woman's march, it was more of an anti-Trump march. And there are a lot of women that voted for Trump. And you can't ignore that. And you can't delegitimize and try to invalidate it. It's true. So what's the reason for getting married for women? Is it just like for the love? Like, is that the reason to? <laughs> yeah, I mean, so there's there's a couple of reasons. Um, I mean, one is that kind of for better or worse, marriage remains uh, a very important organizing institution in American society. And in my ideal world, we would have many other organizing institutions on top of marriage, um, but we don't. That is kind of the one that we have in order that you can use to make somebody who you have a romantic or other attachment to a member of your family. From a more practical perspective, marriage does give women a slight boost in happiness and health and longevity. Um, Not as much as men get 
as is everything, <laughs> right? Um, but it does it does help, um, and it contributes to financial stability, especially yeah. if you have kids. You you start your chapter by talking about a same sex couple. Um, what is opening up the institution of marriage um, taught us about marriage? Yeah, it's huge. It's crucial. I mean, not only is it like the fair and right thing to do to, to yeah. let people marry, you know, whichever kind of consenting adult they would like to marry, mm. um, but it really breaks down the sort of entire historical justification uh, for marriage, which was that you had these two complementary roles. Thanks for listening, everyone. We Wait, launched September. Keith, do do men say thanks for listening? Like after their men don't say that. I guess not. No. Okay, you know what? Just listen. You're welcome. Yeah, that's what we're. You're gonna... welcome. September twenty fourth, we launch. Subscribe. Put it on your calendars now. Thank you. You just said thanks. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs>